everybody, this is Jim. And Jeremy. And this is a special Christmas podcast we're doing. And for the first time, we're going to try this unedited. So you're going to hear all our ums. I think if we say um, we should take a drink. Oh, you know. Okay. So um, I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> so before uh, we get started, we're trying out some beers here. Uh, I found this. It's the 12 beers of Christmas by this uh, brewery called Clown Shoes. And they are, I think they're, oh, I lost my paper. Say already. You're going to hear me shuffling papers. <laughs> um, they're from like three different states, I remember. But that's not important. So there's 12 different beers in this, uh, in this 12 pack, of course. That would make it 12, right? Yeah. And we picked four of them. So we are going to, we have mango. Let me get the cans here. Uh He put me on the spot and made me pick these, by the way. Now remember, Jeremy, if you have to like belch or fart, don't fart directly into the mic. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. So if they're good, I picked them. If they suck, he made me pick them. (laughs) Okay, Mango Farm. Now this is an IPA with mangoes. We've got uh, Reindeer Games. That is a Bavarian-style IPA. We've got got Advent. That is a Advent Party Crasher. It, that's a dark one. That's it's a stout. Some kind of stout, yeah. And it looks like grape juice, that one. Yeah. And then we got a white ale, Clementine. So I'm going to try my mango. Let's see. Doesn't smell like anything. It smells like mango. A little crisp. Mm. Only a hint of yeah, mango. little. So we're going to be trying these throughout the podcast it's not bad it doesn't have any kind of bite or anything but it's not very mangoey yeah is that a word mangoey <laughs> so we got um so this is what we have uh for our christmas podcast um uh, we're gonna go through the and i got this article from esquire magazine it's from october 29th this year from luke o'neill 20 shittiest songs ever recorded we're not going to go through all 20. We'll pick some of them. Uh, we're going to, let's see. We're going to talk about the, oh, we're going to talk about uh, the top selling Christmas songs. Uh, then we'll kind of skim through the top 25 Christmas <laughs> songs. <laughs> it's going to be like four hour podcast. If and you're then, not feeling holly and jolly, you will after this podcast. And then we got, um, our 12 songs of Christmas. And I'll talk more about that when we get to it. Why we why I call it. Well, you can kind of figure out, you know, it's a take on the 12 days, you know, of Christmas. Mm-hmm. We have a little intro, though. A, a little uh, elf sent me this recording to start the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to a special Christmas podcast with... Jim and Jay! 
Let's get our Christmas on. Oh, that's very nice. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Was that a gremlin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feed him after midnight. So, um, just like there are, you know, great Christmas songs, traditional, you know, ones we hear all the time. There's also some really bad Christmas songs. Uh, so I feel there, like there's more bad than good when it comes to Christmas songs. Yeah, I don't know if some artists feel obligated to, you know, especially do a Christmas album. You know, if they've been around for a while. Hey, we haven't done a Christmas album because almost every other artist has a Christmas album out. Yep. So, number 20, we have pentatonic sounds like uh you know a medication uh i don't know much about them uh we had now this next 19 is john denver i actually like this song because it's it's weird it's unique it's please daddy don't get drunk this christmas uh i had the john i have a lot of christmas albums i was by i would buy uh like two or three a year. And um, that's one I have. And I don't know, that kind of stood out to me. I, I wouldn't say it's the worst Christmas song. You know, I don't know if it's uh, autobiographical or not. Now, this next one, uh, this is on my worst Christmas list. <clears throat> Christmas list. This is on my worst uh, Christmas song list here. And it's, we haven't mentioned Bon Jovi in a couple podcasts. Um, but this is Backdoor Santa. Now this is um this is an old song. Uh it's a cover of Clarence Carter's 1968 recording. Um and now the the best version, there is a good version of the, this song, and it's by B.B. King. Yep. On his Christmas album. But what I noticed about this song, first of all, I think Bon Jovi's trying to get the Bruce Springsteen vibe on this one, you know, like Bruce Springsteen song. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play you. Hopefully we don't get copyright infringement. I'm playing Bon Jovi um, singing, but this is the beginning of this song. And to me, it sounds, I don't know if anyone's heard these chickens, these, uh, Rubber chickens singing songs? <laughs> no. No? No. Okay. Well, this the beginning sounds to me like those squeaky rubber chickens. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can't unhear it. <laughs> now, Jeremy, if you didn't know what the chickens sound like. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, so that's what it sounds like. It's like Sesame Street on acid. (laughs) Yeah. So thankfully, Bon Jovi didn't bless us with a Christmas album. And that song was on one of the... I think it was on the first... um, Let me see here. Now, since this is unedited, we're being real here. This is... You know, I don't have time to edit this. 
And his secretary took a vacation the night. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this, um, let's see. <clears throat> so, oh, this is one of the comments on YouTube under this song. Oh, boy. And it describes it. All right. If you haven't heard Bon Jovi's Backdoor Santa, uh, this is the audio version of what a shark tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, and that was on a very, oh, I know, a very special Christmas. Uh, it was on the first very special. And that's not what made it very special. U2 is also on there. Okay. Uh, now, I have one that's not on this list, and it's a new one, and I was very disappointed in the uh, the new ABBA album. There's a Christmas song called Little Things, mm -hmm. and I find it a very annoying song. <laughs> the video is kind of cute with these kids who are they're uh, putting on this play. They dress as ABBA, you know, singing, I think, you know, lip syncing the song. Right. Um. Let's see. What do we got here? <clears throat> we'll go through these kind of quick. Christina Aguilera. I don't know this. I don't know her version of oh, Holy Night. Nope. Maroon 5. Uh, you know, any song by them is horrible, nah. I think. Or or difficult to get through. <laughs> and Yeah. Uh, Duck the Halls. That just sounds bad. Yeah. You know, Santa looked a lot like Daddy. Um... Christmas shoes. Now, I remember when this came out, it's about, uh, it's, it's a very sad song. Um, the kid's mom has cancer. Very, it's not an upbeat holiday. I like upbeat holiday, you know, mostly upbeat holiday songs. Right. Uh, you know, and he, he just wants to buy her shoes. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, Joel Gray, this sounds like one that's, uh, should be on Dr. Demento. I'm going to put some glue around the Christmas tree so Santa Claus will stick around all year. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Do we have our sound effects for Joel Gray? Hold on. I don't know. Do we? Uh, let's see. Joel Gray, you get... I don't know. Thought I had a sound effect here. Yeah. Uh, we'll give him that one. Okay. Okay, got our sound effects. <laughs> Iggy Pop, White Christmas. I did listen to this. It's, oh my God. He drolls on. It's very slow. Um, and the the guy in this, the article that this guy says, uh, Iggy Pop seemed like he recorded his vocal from inside a stocking. Ooh. That describes it pretty good. Nice. Set it off. I don't know that one. The Christmas. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Now, I don't agree with this. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. Now, the, the person that wrote this is kind of, I would say, hipster doofus, I like to say. You know, um, probably one of those youngins, maybe even younger than you, Jeremy. Maybe. Yeah. He's got to be something because this is one of the better versions of this song, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's live. Um other than him laughing about halfway through as he's struggling to get through, you know, Santa Claus is coming. Well, I actually down. like that part where uh, someone, I don't time. know if it's Clarence Clemens or who's going ho, 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 and you can hear Bruce yeah. laughing. Chuckling. Yep. Yeah. So it's real, you yeah. know. It's, no, it's, it's, it's just no funny. like, you know, 10 takes of the song and. Right. Perfection. Now, she and him 
God, the rape song. <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. Uh, I'm not going to read the description this guy has on this, but um, yeah, this is uh, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, I don't know if anyone's watched New Girl. It hasn't been on in a while. It, you know, it was off the air for a long time. Not I. But she's not the best singer. I'm not sure who the other guy is, but they put out a whole Christmas album. Ooh. Some of the songs are okay. Some are not that, you know, tolerable. Let's see. Oh, and then we get to, this is on my worst Christmas list. Tiny Tim. Mm. <laughs> Santa Claus has got the AIDS. Yeah, that's, that's a bad Now, I'm not making this up. If you've never heard this song, you gotta, you gotta give it a listen. Um, now, Tiny Tim, I don't know why he was famous. You know, he, I, I mean, I know he had Tiptoe Through the Tulips, where he sang in a falsetto, mm -hmm. played, uh, I guess, the ukulele. Right. I think he was more like a pre, well, he was pre-Weird Al, you know. I mean, maybe today he would have been like a Weird Al type well, of person. I think he was a little less creative, but... And he couldn't sing. Right. Uh, now, this song sounds like he took his Casio and just hit, they had pre-programmed songs on there. That's exactly what it sounds like, the music. <laughs> uh, now, when he recorded this song, most people didn't know about AIDS. And he, um, he claimed, see, I'm shuffling through my notes here. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> so this was written uh, around 1980. And AIDS, um, probably like 82, 83, uh, he claims he was referring to a candy bar, ah. which was called AIDS, A-Y-D-S. Ah, nice. Uh, it was an appetite suppressant. Uh, and then it says, unsurprisingly, the unfortunate coincidence hit sales after, you know, AIDS became you know, an awful disease. Uh, and it, they changed its name and the a company eventually, uh, I guess, went out of business. Wow. So, huh. um, so here's some lyrics. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year and he won't be around to spread his Christmas cheer. The reindeer all look blue. They know what he's going through. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. So, and it goes on, you know. Sucks to be that Santa. So even if it was about a candy bar and him losing weight, you know, he could have still, he could have put a pillow under his, you know, <laughs> outfit. Yep. Like, and why was he sick? You right, know? Right. So did Tiny Tim know something nobody else did? Maybe. You know? Yeah. Okay. Now let's see. The Killers. Yeah. I don't like this song. Don't shoot me, Santa. Yeah. I was not a fan. Yeah. Um, this one I know agree with at all this one pisses me off yeah a lot <laughs> band-aid do they know it's christmas i simply love that song it's, i think it's great i was gonna say it's one of the few that's played on the radio and i don't switch the channel like ever and it's i have to tell that's on my um 12 days of christmas mine as well <laughs> okay so we'll both talk about that a little later yep um this guy's kind of clueless because he says um that Ethiopia has been a Christian nation for something like 1,500 years. Majority of its population identified as such. 
So he's saying they do know that it's Christmas, but that's not, you know, these are kids that are starving and, you know, they'd be lucky to get a bowl of rice and they really don't know what Christmas, like, yeah, we live in America, we live in the U.S., Christmas is like overblown right? and it has become something that maybe it shouldn't be because, you know, Christmas is, um, you know, in the word Christmas, you know, there's Christ and, you know, it's become a marketing thing. Uh, Let's see. Number five, Justin Bieber. I've never even heard this. I heard this song. It's it's okay. I don't like Justin Bieber. Uh, Pussycat Dolls, Santa Baby. The video's nice because um, now I'm going to sound like a dirty old man or <laughs> sorry Me Too movement, but, you know, there's some nice looking women in this video. Yep. Carmen Electra is in it. Uh, I don't kind of agree with the third one. It's uh, the Jackson 5. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. I actually like that Jackson 5 Christmas album. Well, and that song would not be one of the worst of all time. Yeah, I'm not too crazy about that song itself. Right. Uh, But it's not terrible. I can think of 20 worse songs. (laughs) And this guy says, this is another that's been recorded many times over the years. Well, when this album came out, I want to say it was the late 60s, maybe it was the 70s. So, yeah, but right now, that song, but when they recorded it, I mean, how many versions were there? Right. I don't know. And Michael was, what, 10? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Two is Lady Gaga, Christmas Tree. Uh, This has to be the worst Christmas song. I don't know if you've listened to this one. Well, it's number two, so. Well... It reminded me of the Black Eyed Peas, My Humps. Yep. It's <laughs> uh, a good comparison. Yeah, and it, I'd say if you're ripping off, if you're going to rip off the Black Eyed Peas, you better not, you just shouldn't record the song, yeah. you know. that, Or at least not that one. So um, here's some lyrics. The only place you want to be is underneath my Christmas tree. The only place you want to be and underneath my Christmas tree. Uh, light me up. Put me on top. Let's follow la la la. And that repeats. Ho, ho, ho under the mistletoe. Yes, everybody knows we will take off our clothes. So you get the idea. And, yeah. and Lady Gaga has recorded some great songs, but this is not it. And I'm happy that there's just one Christmas song by her. As far as I know, she didn't do a whole album. So. Number one, now, I'm on the fence with this one because I like to hear it maybe once during the season, and it's Paul McCartney and Wings, Wonderful Christmas Time. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of a grating, you know, it gets on your nerves a little bit. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I, I don't particularly like songs that follow the notes of the music. You know, for example, like uh, Billy Joel, uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. Right. The keyboard's like, din, 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 din. And then he sings, din, 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 you know, yep. the same thing. So yep. I not, I like to hear a little variation there. Now, I have one to add to this, and it's Dominic the Christmas Donkey. Oh, God. <laughs> so you know this one. Yes. 
And, you know, it's about Santa having the donkey because uh, I think, you know, they're talking about uh, maybe in Italy, I would think. uh, I don't know why you'd have a donkey to get up the hills when Santa has a sleigh anyway, but Mm. I don't know. That's the most, and the donkey sounds in the song. Yes. And we dare anybody to listen to these songs. Just listen to them once and you'll, you'll most likely agree with us so well i i have one too that i would add to this list and it's that i want a hippopotamus for christmas oh yeah where does a hippopotamus come into christmas at all i know i i never understood well the, the kid wants a hippopotamus oh well, yeah but that's just i don't know i never liked that song and it irritates me <laughs> so i'm gonna try let's try our second beer here all right speaking of animals yeah reindeer games reindeer games here and go. this is the um Bavarian style. Cheers. India. Pale ale. <laughs> I'm going to, by the end of the podcast, I'm going to spill something. I just know. <laughs> did I say um anytime? I don't even know. Yeah, you did a couple. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, this one's not bad. Smooth. So this is this is what a real podcast sounds like, as if you were listening to us live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just said um. Okay, I got to take another drink. Yeah, every time you say um, take a drink. Okay. It's a good thing we're not doing. Here shots. we go. I'm gonna talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk slower because. Uh, see, I said ah, uh, not um. Uh, <laughs> now I'm saying it all the time. <laughs> But then the podcast would be, a lo- you know, be longer. So we have, I want to go over the top 10. I think you have that j- there, Jeremy. I absolutely do. Thank you. These are the top 10 selling Christmas songs. And these are digital downloads. Uh, I don't know when they started doing this. Hmm. I really don't. We're going to start with number 10. Uh, we got Last Christmas by Wham. You do? Mine doesn't. Huh? <laughs> you don't have number 10? Am I looking at the wrong... Let me see. I have number 10, but that's not what's on there. <laughs> oh, this is a different... Wait, you don't have it? No, I don't have it then. Oh, this is a different list. Oh. That's not sales. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Okay. Well, we'll go by my Audible. list. All right. Your okay. list is the one. And it's at 751,000. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock, number nine. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Jose Feliciano. Mm-hmm. Feliciano. Um, 808,000. Some of these, uh, I don't, I guess people just like these bands. I've heard of Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, who has people them? go to the concerts. Uh, Christmas Cannon. Uh, that's number seven. Where are you? Where are you, Christmas? That's what it says here. Mm-hmm. You think of me. Where are you this Christmas? But right. Faith Hill. Five rocking around the Christmas tree. That's a very popular one. I know a lot of people record that song. Yeah. That was, but that's that's from 1958. I always think of Home Alone when I hear that song. <laughs> So it has a million digital downloads. So 
that's pretty good because it's 1958. So it also sold before that, before you could download, of course. We got number four, which is on the worst, that guy's worst Christmas list. Or, like, what did I say Christmas? <laughs> Christmas. Uh, Justin Bieber. Oh, God. Yeah. Number three, I have, I've never heard this song. I don't know why it's number three. Christmas Eve, Sarajevo. Uh, and I think this is, yeah, this is Trans-Siberian Orchestra. This is later credited to, so I guess they had a different name before that. So you probably know Sabotage. Okay. It's Sabotage. <laughs> so that's number three. Now, I'm going to skip to number one, and I want Jeremy to guess number two. Oh, boy. We, we all know number one because we hear this every year, and it's, this has to stop. This has to end. We need, a, we need a good Christmas song that will knock this one out of number one, and it's All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Yeah. Uh, it's had, get this, 3,200,000 downloads. Now, number two is not even close. That's the thing. There's a big gap here. That's, that's a shame. It, but it is 1,600,000. So it's half of what number one is. America disappoints me. And oh, wait, this is around the world, though, isn't it? And I would never be able to guess this one. I know the song. Oh. Uh, it's very popular. So if you can't guess it's, it, how am I going to guess it? And it's from 2013. Oh, it's Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Oh, is that Believe um, it or not. Kelly Clarkson? Kristen Bell. Okay. I was uh, going to guess Bing Crosby, who's not on that list at all, is he? So I guess these are um, people in that movie. Um, what was that movie called? Frozen? <laughs> Frozen, yes. Uh, Agatha Lee Mon and Katie Lopez. Okay. Yep, that's number two. So there's your top selling Christmas song. So there was not a single Bing Crosby song on there. No, that's sad. That is disappointing. Nobody's downloading Bing Crosby, Mm. you know. He's got a perfect Christmas voice. And Bing Crosby and David Bowie. That's another song I don't particularly like, Little Drummer Boy. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. But I do like the version with Bing. There's certain songs I'll listen to, I'll have to listen to at least once, but not (laughs) normally any, you know, more than that. Right. This holiday season. Uh, next we have top Christmas albums. We're not going to go through all 25. We're going to start with number 10. Do you have that? Yeah. Yeah, I got that one. Assuming our lists match. (laughs) Okay, we're going to try the next beer. You're at number 10. Does it start with an E? Hmm? Yes. All right. We got the same list. Well, we're going to try the next beer. All right. Sounds good. That's the uh, the stout. Yeah, the grape juice looking one. Yeah, yeah. The... American Imperial Stout. Here we go. Advent. That's good. It is good. That's a good stout. And again, this is Clown Shoes. And we are, well, we're recording... Um, in New Jersey, Jeremy's Pennsylvania, but that's where I got the beer. And we're clowning around. Yeah, but I grew yeah. up in Jersey, so. Mm-hmm. To be fair. So I don't know how far this brewery goes, 
I did notice, like I said, there were three states listed. So you might be able to get this. It's the 12 beers of Christmas again. So I, I did try one, I forget what it was before, but still have <laughs> seven that haven't tried. Yeah. Okay, so we're uh, top 10 Christmas albums. Number 10, Ella Fitzgerald. Ella wishes you a swinging Christmas. This is from 1960. I've never heard this. <laughs> the the one song I really like that stands out is Sleigh Ride. Um, and it's talking about going for a horse ride or something. And at the very end of the song, I don't know if the song ends or it's about to end. And she just blurts out, I'm just crazy about horses. <laughs> and that little... That's my favorite part of the song. Nice. I could just listen to that. Uh, I don't know this one. Number nine, Soul Christmas from 1968. Not a clue. So this looks like a compilation. Uh, we got Otis Redding. Um, who else? Oh, we got Backdoor Santa, the original Clarence Carter. I'm sure it's better than... I'm sure he doesn't have like chicken-sounding uh, keyboard sound going on in the beginning. <laughs> You know. Um, let's see. That I just said I'm again. Good beer. Yeah. Oh, Bing Crosby. Yeah. Okay, he's on the top ten Christmas list. Okay. But he's not getting downloaded. Oh, and by the way, this is um from Rolling Stone. Um People who actually know John music. Dolan. This this is an article from uh two thousand nineteen. Okay. Pre COVID. So these might have changed a little bit. You know, uh, okay. Bing Crosby, White Christmas. I don't know why this says 1986. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. Uh, that was that was the uh, updated, remastered version. <laughs> yeah. So this says the his 1941 version of White Christmas sold has sold 50 million copies. So that's I guess actual albums. Uh, let's see. So this was, yeah, I think his original album was 1945. Yeah. Okay. So it's number eight. Eight. Yep. Number seven, Beach Boys Christmas album. I like about half of this album. I like the Little Saint Nick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like Santa's beard. I don't like Old Lang Syne. I never liked that song. Yep. Nope. You know, I fall asleep. You don't want to listen to that while you're driving. No. Okay, number six, Louis Armstrong and Friends, the best of Christmas songs. Uh, cool Yule, I love. Zat you, Zat you Santa Claus, that should be on my 12, but it's not. <laughs> have you ever heard that? I have. Yeah. Louis Armstrong is great. Yep. So, okay. We got five. Now we got another um, combination album here. Collaborate or whatever you call it. Yep. <laughs> a Motown Christmas, 1973. Uh, let's see who we got on here. Marvin Gaye, Miracle Supremes, The Jackson says the Jacksons. Diana Ross, Temptations. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. I might have to give that a listen. Yeah. Uh, number four, Charlie Brown Christmas. I really like this one. All instrumental. Yeah. I think. I think there is some singing with the, you know, the kids yeah. from the cartoon. 
And I have to, that reminds me I have to watch that. Like I say, I gotta listen to that because I haven't even heard that song this year and I usually play that at least once. Mm-hmm. And that's 1965. And then we got number three, James Brown. James Brown's Funky Christmas. I actually have this CD. And this is from 1990. Well, this can't be 95. I, get, I think this is a combination of his albums. Uh, from the 66, 68, and 70 <laughs> Christmas albums. Wow. Uh, yeah, Santa Claus Goes to the Ghetto. That's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good one. So you want to listen to that one. Uh, number two is this. This has to be my favorite Christmas album. Okay. Uh, is Elvis Presley? Uh, I love Elvis since I was a kid. Nineteen fifty-seven. Uh, let's see. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk about Elvis a little bit on my you know top twelve, of course. Uh, so yeah, Santa bring my baby back to me. A lot of these songs are very short. They're like two minutes. You know, even he was before the Ramones doing two-minute songs there. (laughs) We all know Blue Christmas. And the number one is A Christmas Gift for You from Phil Spector. I recently listened to this. I've heard some of the songs off of this. Uh... It's weird, the last song, I think it's the last song, he's like talking about Christmas. So it's weird hearing Phil Spector just, <laughs> he's yeah. thanking all the artists and everything I'm on the sure album. I'm not sure I even know this album. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Uh, the Darling Love is, of course, on this, and Ronnie Spector, we got The Crystals, I think, I'm not sure if the Ronettes... You know, Ronnie Spector was a Ronettes. And Brian Wilson has called it his favorite album of all time. Nice. Favorite album, not even Christmas album. There you go. So there's there's some rules to listening to Christmas music. I mean, they're not really set in stone. But my basic rule... I mean, Christmas music is a little... I wouldn't say strange, but think about it. If you follow the rules, or the first rule of Christmas music, right, is to not listen to Christmas music until... I had this rule where I didn't listen to Christmas music till the day after Thanksgiving. I but, still don't. <laughs> but now, when we have people over for Thanksgiving, that's when I start playing the Christmas music. But I don't want to hear it before then. That's the garage door. I don't know if you can hear that. I was like, what is that noise? <laughs> uh, there was an earthquake. Yeah, we're above the garage, by the way. So, yeah, the. I think I heard my first Christmas song. It might have been before Halloween. It might have been right after Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when this is the thing, though. When new Christmas albums come out, it's hard. It, it's kind of hard to not listen to them because you want to, but you have to wait. Like the Steve Perry album, which I have to say, I'm not really crazy about. Yeah. Because it's, I thought it'd be more rocking maybe, <laughs> and it's kind of slow. Yeah. Uh, so also, you know, 
like I said, Christmas music a little odd because you you basically listen to Christmas music for four weeks out of the year. Right. Um, like I never listen to it after Christmas, of course. I did when I worked retail. They'll play it until New Year's. Yeah. Now there are some songs I have to say that maybe are winter songs. You know, right. I talk about the only they don't mention Christmas. That's okay. Right. <laughs> you know, snow and yeah. Just the cold yeah. fireplace. I don't know. Okay, so we're going to get into... The Yule Log. So this is our last segment here. And I honestly thought this would go on for three hours, but we're doing good here. We're moving along pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and we're not getting drunk enough. We need to try another beer. Okay. Well, let me let me try it. Let me drink more of this stout here. Okay. You, Jeremy finished his first I, I one. I finished the mango. the mango already, yeah. We're, we're close on the reindeer games, too. And Jeremy hasn't eaten anything all day. No. 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 I had lunch, but... <laughs> I had a banana. There you go. Okay. So, next up is our 12 songs of Christmas. And some years ago, I on Facebook, I, I started posting you know, leading up to Christmas, like a song a day. I think one year I posted albums and, but I change it up every, I don't know if I did it every year for a while, but every year I have a different, I don't know. I pick different ones. A different taste for music. Yeah. Cause it's a year later and maybe there's new ones that come out that, um, you know, I just said, um, again, uh, that I really like. Then knock out another one. Right. So we're going to start, of course, with number 12. And for me, um, now I never knew of this album till 10, 15 years ago. It's Jackie Gleason. Uh, it's off his album, Tis the Season, from 19, you know, I have 1967. Maybe I thought it was older than that. Uh yeah, I guess it is 67. Now, this is all instrumental. Jackie Gleason, believe it or not, he supposedly put out all these instrumental where he orchestrated <laughs> some music. Uh, I don't know if... I've never seen video of him in the studio. And he sold millions of albums, believe it or not. Jackie Gleason. Yeah, from the Honeymooners... Smokey and the Bandit. So the one that I like is called December. Um, and this is from my Facebook post from some years ago. I said, this one will make you want to sit back in your favorite smoking jacket while sipping on a traditional non-frou-frou martini. <laughs> mm. And I think this is one of the best instrumental Christmas albums ever. Uh, probably up there with that, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas. Right. Uh, and there's songs on here that are traditional Christmas songs that we've heard. So it's nice to hear an instrumental of those, but this one is not, I don't know where this song came from, but I've never heard it covered. It's just called December. So Jeremy, what's your number 12? My number 12 is Twisted Sisters, <laughs> Twisted Christmas. Okay. Oh, come all ye faithful. <laughs> uh, song is heavily inspired by the popular song, We're Not Gonna Take It. Okay. 
they um <clears throat> I don't know if I've heard that. <laughs> it was released in 2006, so it's actually fairly new for them considering they're an 80s hair band. Mm-hmm. Um but they also created a comedic music video that involves the band members crashing a holiday celebration and basically listening in on a bickering couple's home. Okay. So <laughs> the the song itself, I mean, the album is very like I don't want to say heavy metal, but like mm-hmm. it, it's a harder kind of Christmas, different sound. Yeah, compared to what you hear on the radio all the time. So mm-hmm. it's one of those I enjoy the album. I enjoy all of the songs on it, but if I had to pick one, I like that they were able to kind of use this as their inspiration for "We're Not Gonna Take It." Mm-hmm. So. I have to listen to the album. Yep. Are there like are there traditional songs on there too? Or they they, all... they cover a lot of traditional okay. songs. Yes. So we have a list here from my friend Ken Vale Jr. Shout out to Ken. Let's see if we can get a sound effect for Ken. Um. Yay! Oh, okay, that was the wrong one. Okay. <laughs> so Ken gave us his twelve songs of Christmas. And I didn't really look at this, so the, and he doesn't have any description, so uh, his number twelve is "Christmas is the time to say I love you" by oh. Billy Squire. Okay, so that's a good one. Okay, that's a good one. That is a good. I one. like Billy Squire. Yep. Okay, we're on the number eleven. Now, for some reason, I didn't write any description here, but this one was higher up, and I love Dean Martin. And I love the Christmas album, but I, I do love Baby It's Cold Outside. <laughs> and I, I see no problem with the song. Oh, it's Rob, just a song. I really can't stay. <laughs> but it's cold outside. <laughs> you know, there is one line in that song. Uh, I, it might be in the original, because uh, I just heard it by someone else today. And it's, uh, what's in this drink? Oh, okay. You know, so there's kind of Bill Cosby vibes going on there. I don't know. I always like that song. I, I, I'm not going to stop listening to it. Cause there's, there's worse, more, there's more, um, offensive songs out there. I mean, you have to admit that oh, there's absolutely. more. I don't dislike more. it for that reason. Yeah. It's just super slow and I, I can't get into it at all. Okay. I was like the, um, I like the rap pack. I like the, like I listen to all, like you, you do. I listen to all kinds of genres, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that's my number 11. Well, I sound super hypocritical because my number 11 is actually a slow song. Okay. <laughs> it's been covered numerous it's times. It's not Justin Bieber mistletoe, is it? It is not Justin Bieber mistletoe. Oh, darn. That just, just missed just the top mi- 12 yeah. there. Uh, no, Bing Crosby, White Christmas. Okay. Um, yeah. Just a very simple, mm-hmm. soft, enjoyable song. And I know it's played like too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just, it's one of those growing up, you always heard it. Even now, I hear it, and I just, I, I absolutely love his voice. I think it's beautiful. Well, he was probably the first one to record it, I would think, yep. if it was 1940s. 42, yeah. Yeah. It was actually released, what, for a film, I believe. Wasn't it, like, The Holiday Inn or something like that? No, I think, the, I think the movie's White Christmas. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I'm thinking next year we would review a, a Christmas, like, musical movie. So maybe... 
<laughs> kiss saves Christmas. Yeah, kiss saves Christmas. <laughs> they didn't make that yet. Uh, yeah. You know, why is Bing Crosby not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he could be. He sold over 100 million copies of that yeah. album. Come on. Bing. By the way, beer number two is about to be empty. Okay. Yeah, I'm emptying number two. Reindeer Games. Yep, the Reindeer Which Games. was a movie with Ben Affleck. Yeah, that was not a... And it's Jeremy's one of Jeremy's favorite actors. <laughs> <laughs> now I always make fun of Ben Affleck. Yeah. You know. That caught me off guard. I was like, wait, it is? Well, on some of the earlier podcasts, I used to have breaking news, and it was always a Ben Affleck story. Oh, there you go. Okay. Because it's ridiculous with the celebrity stories, the articles. Yes. So I was making it even more ridiculous, you know. There you go. Jim talks. Okay, this is a pause. We're pausing right now. I don't think we uh, fell asleep. No. Okay. Beer. We need to keep drinking for that to happen. Yeah, I didn't have time to write descriptions on some of these. I'm not good at riffing, but we'll see. That's all right. So number 10. Oh, no, wait a minute. Then we have uh, Ken. Ken, yeah. I don't know this. I don't know this song, and I barely know this band. Sorry, Ken. Apologies. Merry Christmas, everybody. And it's by Slade. I don't even want to. No idea. Uh, you know, say what I think Slade sang because it's probably gonna be wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. <laughs> So that's Ken's number 11. There we go. Okay. Number 10 for me is Father Christmas by the Kinks. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't even finish this. It says off their album, and I don't even have it here. I, I could look it up on my phone. I didn't expect you to pull that one out of your hat. I don't know. This song is fun. It's, uh, it's, it's not a bad song. No. So it's about a, a guy who's, you know... Santa, he's one of the Santas, and these kids come up to him, and they beat him up. They want his, they want the money. They don't want the toys. That uh, they want to take the money and run. Yeah, they want. They don't need toys. They say give them to the something rich boy. I wish I had the lyrics here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my number ten. I like the Kinks, uh, and this song's just, uh, I don't know, forgive me, but I don't know if they did a Christmas album, but I just, I always like this song. I don't know why. I, th I think even as a kid, I like this song. I think because of the violence, because <laughs> <laughs> it was odd. I like the odd stuff. Right. You know, it's, here's a Christmas song about Santa getting be beaten up. You know, who, who writes a Christmas song like that? The kinks do. Right. So, there we go. So, what's your number 10? <laughs> so, my number 10, you're probably going to make fun of me for this, but that's okay. Mariah Carey? No, it's not no. Mariah Carey. But I don't know if this qualifies. It's a Christmas song. Okay. So, but it's not, I don't know that it's on an album. Y you've seen Santa Claus is Coming to Town, right? The cartoon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, my number 10 is the Snow Miser, Heat Miser okay. song. Okay. Where they're battling back and forth and... Yeah. You know, I'm Mr. White Christmas. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's a cheesy cartoon yeah. kitty song, mm -hmm. but I love it. And I always yeah. have. And I, I don't know why, but. Well, I have to tell you, I have, I have that CD. The, I think it's 
it's it's the songs from the the those claymation or whatever they were right and the one i like is mickey rooney put one foot in front of the <laughs> okay put one foot in but that's not yeah. on my list but yeah. no i can understand yeah so the snow i like a good fun christmas song yes the snow miser heat miser makes my list yeah you know i'd have paul mccartney you know he'd be up there with wonderful christmas time it if it was there's one part in that song that I do like, but if if the song and the song is fun, I have to admit, but it, it there's annoying parts in the song. That's the problem. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> okay, we are on number nine. Now this is a band I've liked for a long time, who I actually personally know, and it's the Grip Weeds. And Jeremy, if you haven't heard of the Grip Weeds, you need to check them out. I've heard of them. Like sixty sound. Yeah. So this is off their, uh, and I love the name of this album. It's uh, Under the Influence of Christmas, oh, nice. uh, 2011. It's called Santa Make Me Good. And this features um, former lead singer Paul Revere and the Raiders, uh, Mark Lindsay, and two guys from the Doughboys, which I think are a New Jersey band. The Gripweeds are a New Jersey band. Uh, I love this song. It's got uh, like a bluesy harmonica. Uh, there's there's a little talk up in the middle, talking to Santa. You know, this is about a person who, uh, I guess he's been pretty bad all year. Uh, it says he's had some fun. Uh, and he wants Santa, I think, to kind of look over his mistakes. Uh, there's a great uh, old school, like, organ solo in this. And, you know, right after, he says you're... You're not going to pass me up, are you, Santa? Oh, come on, man. Come on down my chimney. Make me good. You know, it's it's actually a really cool song. So I have a little, um, I actually have a little write-up from the drummer of the Grip Weeds. So Kurt sent me this. I asked him if he could tell me a little bit about this song. So he says the Gripweeds had decided to record a holiday album. We wanted to open up the songs to some guests, artists, and friends to spice it up a bit. Uh, Kristen and I jammed that song into existence. It just came up as we were playing together one afternoon. The lyric Santa Make Me Good appeared as we were playing, and we instantly got this image of a bad boy taunting Santa to come down the chimney. I'd work with Mark Lindsay former lead singer of Paul Revere and the Raiders, a bit as a drummer, but hadn't seen him for some time. We re reconnected at a show, and Kristen and I thought maybe Mark would be perfect to sing this song. So we finished off the lyrics with him in mind and invited him to sing on it. After all, he was the guy who sang Hungry and all those great Raiders hits. I just had a feeling he would know what to do. He agreed to sing the track and knocked it out of the park like we knew he would. He really enjoyed the spoken word rap in the middle of it, and we added that reference to kicks to tie it all together, which is a Paul Revere narrator song, Kicks. <clears throat> he was so pleased with the recording that he wound up doing several recording projects at our studio over several years, and the Grip Weeds actually became his backing band for a while. Uh, I'd recorded virtually all the Doughboys records at the House of Vibes, that's their recording studio. They had this Yardbirds thing they would do with harmonica and guitar playing the same and guitar playing the same lead line. 
We asked them to be part of the recording of Santa Make Me Good to get that vibe on our track. And they did that and more. So that's uh, Kurt Ryle talking about Santa Make Me Good. And that's, uh, what number was I at? You were number nine. Number nine. And let's see what Ken has. I was going to say, did we talk about Ken's number 10? I don't oh, remember. Okay, Ken's <laughs> Ken's number 10 is Man With All The Toys, The Beach Boys. Okay, we did not mention that. Okay, and then number nine, Rock and Roll Christmas, George Thorogood. Oh, all right. I don't even know. I don't know that song. I don't know that song either, but yeah. I want to know that song now. Yeah. All right, so then my number nine, you won't find this as any shock, and if the listeners have been listening since I've joined, they won't find it as any shock, but... Not a Christmas album, but it's definitely qualified as a Christmas song, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Off of The Razor's Edge, we have ACDC, Mistress for Christmas. Okay. Uh, just, I love everything about that song. The beat, the lyrics, it's creative, clever. I don't know that song either. Original. What? <laughs> <laughs> I want a mistress for okay, Christmas. I, I like ACDC. Oh my God, it's a great song. I think that's one of the albums I don't really know that well. Really? That's why. That's that is yeah. like probably in my top three of their of my favorite albums for mm-hmm. them. But yeah, it's it's a hard rocking song. You need some more manga. Here. I need oh. some more of everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a hard rocking song. It's very clever. It's creative. It's original and definitely one that I highly recommend. I will listen to that many times a year right around the holidays. Okay. So, uh, what are we on? Number eight? Yes. Okay. We got Ken's number nine, right? We're good. Okay, this is going to be three hours. Here we go. All right, here we go. Okay. Don't, don't think any less of me, listeners, or Jeremy. Oh, God. It's see ya. Uh, like, see you later. Yeah. SIA. I just love her Christmas album. Um, it's from 2017. Every day is Christmas. The song Snowman. Hmm. <laughs> he lied I, when he said he wasn't going to edit this. I think it's a very sweet song. Um, her voice is like a musical scale, you know, going up. And I, I don't know. It just does something for me. Uh, so at first, you think she's using the term snowman as like a metaphor. Uh, but she's actually talking about a snowman. <laughs> as you listen to the lyrics uh here's some lyrics and you will be blown away here we go (laughs) don't cry snowman don't leave me this way a puddle of water can't hold me close baby yeah (laughs) (laughs) don't cry snowman don't you fear the sun who'll carry me without legs to run honey yeah i don't know if she said And then, don't cry, snowman. Don't you shed a tear. Who'll hear my secrets if you don't have ears? Baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the video for this is very cool. It's old school claymation. Okay. So you see Sia, and on on her album cover, she's got uh, half her hair is red, half is green, you know, for Christmas. Yeah. So you see a little claymation Sia as a little girl. She's got a dog with her. And she puts this snowman and snow woman in this little, uh, I guess, uh, cooler. <laughs> uh, because I, I don't know if winter is about to, you know, come to an end. 
and she's taking them to the North Pole. Sounds like and, that one commercial that's on all over TV right now. The little girl is like preserving the snowman yeah, yeah. in a freezer. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I like the video too. Okay. And uh, okay, don't forget about Ken. Yep, Ken. Sorry, Ken. Number uh, eight. Number eight is one I had on my list. Father Christmas. Okay. The Kinks. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, number eight for me. Jim, I believe you hate this song, but that's okay because it's my list, not yours. Uh, and I feel like half the world loves it and half the world hates okay. it. It's Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. No, actually, I do like that song. Oh, you do? I thought mm -hmm. for some reason you said you disliked that song. No. Okay. Uh, it came out in 1981, and it's just such an upbeat, kind of mm -hmm. fun song with a ton of energy. Yeah. Like, it just, right from the get-go, the... Mm -hmm. <laughs> just... And there's a happy ending. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my number eight. Okay. So we're on number seven. Yes. Mine is, and I can't do a podcast without saying these two words, cheap trick. <laughs> uh, their album Christmas Christmas, uh, appropriately titled, you know, because Cheap Trick's logo is Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick. Yeah. Uh, now this song is Christmas Time is Here. Mm -hmm. Do you know this You've got to know this, Jeremy. I've, I've heard this it's album. The Saturday Night Live song. Yes. Now this was written by Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, I have a little history here. It was fir first performed on Saturday Night Live. Get this, December 9th. and then the following week they performed it again. Nice. They performed it December first, two thousand and one. Memorial, they did a, so they did different versions too of it. Memorial Day version, again in 2001. Now, in 2002, they added a lyric, they added the words crazy ass to Ooh. the lyrics, getting okay. a little, uh, you know. Edgy. Yeah, a little edgy. That was December 14th, 2002. Okay. And then December 18th, 2004, <laughs> they performed it. So I remember uh, I liked this song in the beginning, and then it was getting tiring, you know, saying, but Cheap Trick really knocks it out of the park, because it's a really rocking, uh, the beginning, like, guitar part almost reminds me, like, uh, Sex Pistols, like, like the riff, the guitar riff. Uh, so, and then the original song, it was Jimmy Fallon on keyboard. Uh, Chris C Chris Catan is is holding the keyboard and he's just staring and and rocking his head head back and forth. I don't know if you've seen this, you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, now I just found this out, and I do play guitar, but I didn't know this guitar that Horatio Sands is playing. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was a ukulele or something. It's, it looks it's, it looks like a small guitar, which it is. It's called a backpacker guitar. And I assume you could put that in your backpack. Uh, it is a six-string guitar. So, uh, And then Tracy Morgan is also, he's just, he's not really singing or doing anything. He's just dancing, doing a little shake. Um, now, the strangest thing in this song, which Cheap Trick didn't replicate, luckily, are, there's dinosaur sounds at the end of the song. Hmm. Interesting. There's like roaring sounds. But Cheap Trick really puts their, you know, rock and roll touch on this version. 
there's some bells, you know, in the beginning. And it, it does mimic the intro notes. And like I said, I'm not going to edit this, but I, I'm going to attempt to play the intro. Ooh. I'm going to mess it up. Here we go. Find my pick. There we go. Thank you. Good night, everybody. I know it was a little faster than that, but okay. Uh, now there is a version of a song by uh, the, the lead singer of The Strokes. Seems to be pretty popular. He came out with it in 2009. But uh, this Cheap Trick album is great, uh, the Christmas album. Yeah. One of my favorite Christmas albums. Uh, so let's see. We got Ken. Don't forget about Ken. We're number seven. His, and I almost put this on my list. It's the 12 Days of Christmas by Bob and Doug McKenzie. Uh, that's on my list. Okay. <laughs> well, luckily, Ken doesn't have any descriptions here. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're on number seven. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Jumped Ken ahead. Okay. Jeremy, what's that, number that's seven? Okay. That's okay. Uh, we have... I can't go a podcast without mentioning Taylor Swift. There we go. Taylor Swift, Christmas Tree Farm. Uh, the song itself was inspired by Swift's childhood where she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Did you know that? No. Uh -huh. In Bucks County. Yeah, correct. Um, so it's a very, it's an upbeat song, but it's soft, kind of sentimental. She doesn't mention Pat Garrett, does she? No. And it's just a very, it's a cheerful <laughs> Song that's not overdone and not overplayed on the radio, and it's new, and you could hear it. I don't know that one so either. smooth. You should listen to it. It's it's worth a listen, in my opinion. Do you know Pat Garrett, Jeremy? I do not know Pat Garrett. Okay. <laughs> Pat Garrett has... It's on... It's going on your way to Route 81. It's in Pennsylvania, you know, towards Virginia, and it's a sheepskin store oh okay uh there's a gas station there uh -huh. and i've been going like i'll stop there for gas and uh when you go in he's got all these pictures of different country singers and he knew taylor swift okay. apparently mm -hmm. he's a country singer but not you know at, he's not famous <laughs> hardly at all <laughs> he has an amphitheater there okay so I was supposed to see the Nielsen Trust, you know, the Cheap Trick family band, I call it. Right. Uh, and they somehow, I don't know why they canceled the concert there. I didn't even know the amphitheater was still open there. Hmm. I thought it, I don't know. Anyway, so Pat, Pat Garrett, he, he was, before Taylor, I guess Taylor Swift was, I don't know, this is the story that she was thinking of. They were thinking of going out to Nashville. Mm-hmm. So he kind of, he, he encouraged her and her father to, to do that. I don't know. <laughs> the truth and the, you know, how much of that. Right. You know, or if they were going to do that anyway. So anyway. Yeah. Gotcha. And we both like Taylor Swift. Yep. So don't hate on us, people. Absolutely. You can email Jeremy at, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are we on? Is that it? Number six. That Here was, we go. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't yeah. even hit the halfway point yet. Okay. Keep going here. We need more beer. Yeah. Oh, we didn't 
Did I try? Did we try the last we, one? We have not even tried the last one. Okay, we're, we're going to try the last one. We're, we're like a real life Bob and Doug McKenzie here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Clementine White Ale. So this is a light one, I think. It's okay. Yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of blah. Kind of flat. I really like that stout, though. That stout was Do we delicious. have more of that? So was the Reindeer Games. Oh, we do have more stout. There I'm gonna, go. I'm gonna pour some more stout here. There you go. Yep. So, yeah, what one was that? Uh, that was the advent. What do I do with the cans? Oh, well, you're you're holding it because you're filling <laughs> it up. <laughs> maybe I have. Maybe I drank too much. <laughs> and you know, I, where's my glasses? Oh, I'm wearing them. <laughs> Yes. There you uh, go. That, There's that, a little bit in there. That was great. Yeah. Where's the can? <laughs> yeah, so if you want to try, uh, if you like stout, clown shoes. This is good. Advent. I don't know if they sell it in the six pack or if it's just in this 12 beers of Christmas. That's probably but. how it is because every time I like something, mm -hmm. it's like a variety or an assortment pack. Yeah, Sam, I'm not really, you know, particularly like uh, Sam Adams. But right. they they had they put out they used to put out a winter pack, and there would be a cranberry one in there, cranberry lambic I think it was called, and they stopped making it. But my friend would um, save those for me because he didn't like them. I like anything cranberry, but I haven't seen that in a long time. Anyway, okay, we're on number six. Yeah, we've we've reached the halfway point. Okay, here. Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> you don't like no that's fine <laughs> as I, long as it's not a dog commercial <laughs> no i just i love irish singers um i love sarah mclaughlin's voice i'm gonna i'm gonna belch but it's gonna be off air hold on you probably heard that yeah we heard that like i said unedited i've been trying to hold them in yeah <laughs> don't worry we'll get back to the editing on the you know future podcast but this is good. Like I said, it's like you're listening to us live. It's real. Yeah. It's real, folks. Okay. And this song's called River. It's from the 2006 album Winter Song. I think this is one of the most beautiful Christmas ballads ever written. It's not particularly mentions Christmas. And it was written by Joni Mitchell. Uh... So the, the song's about a recent split of a romantic relationship. Uh, this is what Joni said. Joni needing to escape her immediate surroundings and emotional connections. They're too painful. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's said to be inspired by her 1968 to 70 relationship with fellow artist Graham Nash. Okay. Uh, so... It says, at the beginning of 1970, Joni's relationship with Nash was falling apart. At the same time, she was feeling uncomfortable with the success and attention of her musical output. Uh, needing to get away, she went on a trip to Europe. And in the song, Skating on a River to Escape the Crazy Scene, that's what one of the lyrics says. Uh, it's just a beautiful song. Uh, like I said, I love Sarah McLachlan. I love Sarah McLachlan's version. Uh, James Taylor did a version of this. And so I think that's, 
Yeah, there's there's piano in it. Uh, it borrows heavily from Jingle Bells. Actually, you can hear Jingle Bells. It starts off <laughs> sounding like Jingle Bells, and then it goes into something else. And now, this is the this is the second most widely recorded song of Joni Mitchell, and uh, it it's been recorded 432 times. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So, um, what do we have for Ken? So that's my number f- six. Six. <laughs> Where am I? Did you do six? How much drinking have you done? Did you? I, di- I didn't do six yet. No, you want mine first? Yeah, you've yeah. Been do- you've been doing Ken after yours, so. Uh, for me, number six. We talked about it a little bit earlier, but Bruce Springsteen, "Santa Claus is Coming to Town." Okay. Um, as you said, it's a live song, mm-hmm. and it's just it. It's to me the best rendition of that song that's been released 18 billion times yeah you know 100 billion different artists but Mm -hmm. it's real oh yeah you know you hear him laugh midway through the song which Mm -hmm. is just funny but (laughs) the only maybe downside of it is he does say santa claus is coming to town like 17 times in a row yeah it's pretty it -hmm. might not be actually 17 but it's a lot yeah Um, but the song itself i love it it's just upbeat and it's it's bruce it's the boss you know just rocking out to a Christmas song. I don't know why he hasn't done a Christmas album. I don't either. He would be good. I agree. Not not even rocking, but just good, you know, maybe original songs about, you know, winter and stuff like that. Yep. So Ken uh, had Run, Rudolph Run <laughs> by Keith Richards. Okay. I also don't know that one. I know that song. I don't know the Keith right. Richards. Right. Okay. We are on number five. Five. Now, this is a brand new song. This is a new entry. Okay. I simply love this song. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's the new Elton John, Ed Sheeran song. (laughs) Okay. Have you heard it? I have heard it once. Merry Christmas. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just a feel-good song. Uh, I mean, Ed sings most of the lyrics. Uh... But it's got a great hook to it. You know, after, uh, I think after Elvis says, uh, Merry Christmas. I don't know. There's a, there's one part in the song I really like, just the way it flows. So I watched a video. The video is a little out there. Um, Ed and Elton are on a stage. You know, there's all Christmas stuff going on. Ed's sitting in a chair, then drinking something, and then he goes over to the piano. Uh, he's wearing like a, Christmas track suit or something puffy like suit okay jacket and pants and and uh, then the the piano starts moving and you don't see Ed until the piano kind of goes past Ed, and Ed's wearing these shorts and these fur boots and he's got his butt to the camera I don't know what's going on there <laughs> okay and then uh, Ed's flying through the air with a snowman. And he meets this girl who has a cat, and they start doing snow angels. I don't know. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah. And then these Ed is singing with these three other guys. I don't know who they are. Like, all of a sudden, I guess Ed formed a boys band. They're all wearing ski suits. Is it Justin Bieber? No, no. <laughs> Been cool if it was Jimmy Fallon or something. Maybe so it's- then this thing flies by. I thought it was an apple pie, but it looked a little long for an apple pie. Uh-huh. So just 
I think it was today or yesterday, I saw, I guess it was an outtake. They were just messing around. And they're singing about, uh, about sausage rolls. Okay. And Elton Zena, that's what's flying through the air. Mm-hmm. It's a sausage roll for some reason. What's cool is at the end, uh, Elton, you know, then they're back on the stage. There's some girls in, I would say they're, they're like wearing skirts and you can't go too sexy anymore, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, people dancing around. What's cool is Elton's uh, wearing his, there, years ago they came out with a Christmas ornament, which my wife has. It's made by Radco. Okay. It's an Elton John Christmas ornament. Yeah. And he's wearing it on his jacket. One the of the ornament? Christ- yeah. One of the Christmas <laughs> ornaments. Okay. I don't know. I just, I've listened to this song like 10 times in the last, my wife thinks I'm crazy, but I just, I don't know. This It's one of those songs. Maybe I won't like it next year, but. Maybe. It's just, okay. you know. Yeah. I don't know. Fair enough. You know, and I, I tried to listen to Ed. I'm like, maybe I should listen to more Ed Sharon. That was a mistake today. Because <laughs> Ed apparently has put out uh, an album with r- rap people. I'm like, what is it? I don't know. Breaking news. That Ed like, Sheeran just released another album. <laughs> broke my heart. Broke my heart. I thought I'd like Ed Sharon more, but didn't happen. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got another one coming out Sunday. <laughs> Like Taylor Swift. <laughs> She's, right. She just recorded a new album. Yep. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. Uh, so number five for me, we hit on it earlier, but Bob and Doug McKenzie's 12 Days of Christmas. Okay. I absolutely love this song. I think it's hilarious. I think it's hysterical. I think it's clever. Mm-hmm. You know, some people think it's stupid because they never ever actually get through all 12 days. No, they don't. And they're talking about beer the whole time. Yeah. But that's what makes it great. And that's what makes it funny. And they're Canadian. Mm-hmm. So if you don't realize some Canadian terms, you don't understand some of the things they're actually yeah. asking for in the song. But I think they say put on your put on your Christmas toque or something yep, like that. Yep. Toque is one of them. And then uh, they talk about back, back bacon. I don't yes, know they back about bacon that. is the other one. Yep. So yeah, Bob and Doug McKenzie. But the first one is my on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. Beer. Yeah. So that starts it off, and yep. and then one of them mentions how you know why are there twelve days? You know, right. right. And then they don't get to. There's backup singers, and yes. they like take over then, yes. and just skip over <laughs> the, the rest of. Yeah, toques. they go. To, yeah, <laughs> five golden toques. Yep. So you got to listen to that one. Great song. They also have that, uh, what is it? In the Great Wide Open or something like that. That's a bizarre one, it's a, too. There's a song with Getty Lee. Yes. Yeah. I just listened to that because I'm like, I'm, I'm going to listen to some other. I had that album. Yes. I had the album when it came out. That's yes. how old I am. And uh, it's, I don't know if you mentioned it, it's Rick Moranis. There you go. Okay. And yes. um, Dave Thomas. And not Dave Thomas from Wendy's. Right. But uh, he was... They were both on what was called SCTV. Uh, Rick Moranis, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yep. Um, Barney Rubble. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wasn't he um, Ghostbusters? Yes, yeah. I believe so. Okay. So, Ken. Oh, and Little Shop of Heart. Yeah, of course. How yes. can we forget that? Oh, yeah, my God. That's Rick Moranis. Great lead role. Yep. Feed me. <laughs> so, let's Fear see. Fear me. <laughs> Okay, and Ken, we're at number five. Five, yeah. Is Christmas 
from the album Tommy by The Who. Ooh, I don't even yeah. know that, and I love The Who. Yeah, this song, I, I know this song because the Smithereens redid this. Jim Babjack sang the, the vocals on that one. Have to yeah, check it's a that. good one. I'll have to check that one out. Okay, number four for me is U2. All right. Baby, Please Come Home. There you go. It's from A Very Special Christmas, 1987. Yep. Uh, so this was, this is live, sort of like the Bruce song. Yep. Uh, this was uh, filmed during uh, the, when they were doing Rattle and Hum, yep. which is sort of a documentary style. Uh, when they, after the, the Joshua Tree tour. Right. And so, yeah, so that's one of my, and this was originally sung by Darlene Love. Uh, and this was on, this song was on the Phil Spector album that we talked about earlier. And the song was written by a woman named Ellie Greenwich. And believe it or not, this is, this is another like writing duo right right uh ellie greenwich uh and jeff barry they wrote the songs do run run be my baby do what diddy diddy chapel of love leader of the pack all those the same writers wrote (laughs) (laughs) baby please come home uh yeah i just love that song I, i i like you know i wish there were you know, maybe more live Christmas songs like that. You know, spare them all. I'm sure there are, except for you know Bon Jovi. Right. Yeah. So, so that's my number four. Uh, my number four. We talked about it earlier again. Was Band Aid? Do they know it's Christmas? Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this song. Apparently, not enough to put it number one, but. <laughs> Song was you know performed by a super group, mm-hmm. Phil Collins. There was like there were a million vocalists in this song. <laughs> I have the list. Like Bono, George Michael, Boy George, Simon Crow. Like there's just so many people that Simon are... Cow. No, yeah, Simon Crow <laughs> from the Boomtown Rats. So I, so I have that at number two. Oh man, look at that. I'll go into a little bit more, okay. I guess, then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we don't talk about these lists ahead of time. No, so. no. We used to, well, and this is the Mike and time. I would ding the bell if we had the same song, but that's a, <laughs> there's a bell over there. So. Oh, there it is. There we go. <laughs> okay. So let's see. Ken's number four is Must Be Santa, Bob Dylan. Hmm. Now Bob Dylan put out a Christmas album a couple years ago. Sorry, I'm still drinking or not. beer, and uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I I don't know. I tried listening to it. Sorry, Ken. Now years ago, <laughs> I recorded. You know, I took just the music. I didn't play the music, but um, Winter Wonderland I did as Bob Dylan. Okay, and I put it on YouTube. Uh-huh. But. I kind of made it sound like this is the lost Bob Dylan song. And this is before Bob Dylan even did Christmas song. Okay. And some people reported me. <laughs> so I had, I had to put it back up. Well, no, I had images of Bob Dylan. Uh-huh. And I guess I, I pissed off the Bob Dylan fans yeah. just by imitating Bob Dylan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't want to mess with them. Yeah. 
So uh, let's see, we're on number three. Yes, three. Okay. Now this song I I have loved for a long time, probably since I was real young. Okay. Because this song was from nineteen. Is it the, is it the Chipmunk song? No, no. <laughs> Those I like too. That I listened to as a kid. I'm gonna say this is. Uh, see, I'm going through my notes here. I think this is mid-70s. Okay. And it's Dan Fogelberg. That's not really, uh, per se, a Christmas song. So I'm going, I'm going a little off here. Okay. It's more, a, I think it's a new, more a New Year, because it's called Same Old Lang Syne. I don't, even know if, I don't even know if I know this song. Oh, my God. You got to listen to this. Okay. It's the saddest holiday song ever. Written. Okay. I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get teary-eyed still listening to it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It's not about anybody dying or anything. Oh, well, that's good. Okay. So, Dan Fogelberg, and this only came out... Dan Fogelberg, unfortunately, passed away. Um, trying to look at my notes here. I don't know when he passed away. Anyway, after he passed away, it, it's about a uh, a guy who goes to a like a convenience or grocery store and runs into this girl he used to date. Okay. He hasn't seen her in a while. So we're going to say he's at Woolworths. Anybody remember that? <laughs> no, this is during the holidays. Okay. Lane Co. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume it's uh, close to New Year's since, you know, the name of the song. Okay. I don't think he mentions it. He might not mention it in the song. I should know that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, they run into each other. He finds out she's married. I think she has kids. And uh, they sit in the car drinking beer. And they kind of catch up a little bit. And it, you know, you kind of feel like he, he if she was single, you kind of have the feeling he's single and she's not, that maybe they would have gotten back together. Right. So the real, this is a real story. And I'm going to tear up now. <laughs> <laughs> Her name Q, is <laughs> Q in the crying sound effects. <laughs> uh, Jill Grulich uh, was a girl. Okay. Her and Dan grew grew up together. They were boyfriend and girlfriend. They talked about possibly getting married, I guess. And but Dan went on to Colorado uh, to pursue says to pursue something else, maybe his music, right? Right. And. Um, so they did run into each, each other. They didn't know they were both in town, you know, at the same time, but they had to run out and it was like the only store open in town. Mm -hmm. And they actually did sit in the car and drink beer. Um, now, she didn't hear this. She didn't know about the. He wrote this song until she heard it on the radio. Can you imagine? <laughs> no. <laughs> she knew it was about her. So she did reunite with him at some point uh, during one of his shows. I don't think she was a singer, but she came out maybe while he's doing this song. Listen to the song, Jeremy, and you will, you might tear up. Okay. So it's, if, you know, it's about, you know, like I said, they grew up together. Uh, they, you know, Things happen in life, and someone decides for one reason. I'm going, like I'm going to Colorado, and the other person's like, you know, maybe she was going to school or college, 
and it didn't work out and all of a sudden you know they're broken and they don't see each other then for what so right i gotta wipe my tears on <laughs> i am crying all right so it's uh, real man it's real real so okay. number three right <laughs> all right for me number three uh you're starting to hear this more which is great for me but kind of disappointing too because i always loved how kind of unique this song was but Elton John's Step Into Christmas. Yeah, I like that song. I love this song. It's very mm-hmm. upbeat. It's got a lot of guitar. Um, it's got a good hook in there. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, but it was originally released in 73 as a standalone. Mm-hmm. The The B-side had a ho, 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 who'd be a turkey at Christmas. But Okay. <laughs> um, was that Elton too? Yeah. <laughs> it only peaked at number 24, though, back in 73. Now, recently... It's gotten in the top 10 as okay. high as number eight. Yeah. And I notice you're hearing it a lot more on the radio. So mm-hmm. I've always been kind of a fan of unique. I know some of my songs here are played a lot on the radio, but this one I didn't hear a lot growing up as a kid. Okay. And I always got upset when I didn't hear it on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just a very upbeat, different song. It's not the typical. It's got a good flow. White too. Christmas or Run Run Rudolph or, you know, the songs that have been redone hundred times <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah i don't know if i've i mean i'm sure people have re-recorded that song but I, I, i've I don't never know. heard you know in some of these songs like something like that i do like that song a lot my wife likes well we like boop both like elton john but uh you know you don't really don't want to hear someone's rendition of some no. of these songs no i've never heard another cover of this song yeah like the song i just talked about i love that song so much and I, like, I don't listen to it any other time of the year, of course. But it's almost the first song I'll listen to, you know, when the season starts. That Another old Lang Syne. But I don't want to hear anybody else record that because that, so, that has special, like I said, I heard that when I was very young and it moved me. Right. Which it still does. But yeah. <laughs> okay, where's Ken's list? There you go. Oh, I spilt beer on Ken's list. I can't read it. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Number <laughs> three. <laughs> Number three. Uh, looks like Mary. I'm pretty sure this is Mary. Oh, yeah. Mary. Okay, here we go. I've had too many drinks. I can't even read. Here we go. Merry Christmas, baby. Please come home. You too. There oh, we go. There you That's go. Ken's number three. Okay. Uh, okay. My number two is Band-Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? So this was actually written by, I think you mentioned, Bob Geldof, Boomtown Rats, and Mijur wrote this song. And he was with, um, <laughs> forgive me, Mijur, <laughs> and, uh, and Ultravox, yes, Ultra, which is, it was like a new wave, kind of mm-hmm. like 80s band. Mm-hmm. And um, so this became the biggest selling Single in UK chart history. I don't know. Did you say this already? I did not. That's okay. <laughs> Sold one million copies in one week. That's awesome. And it was for a good cause. Yeah. Uh, and it remained the biggest single until 1997, when Elton John recorded "Candle in the Wind." Ugh. Uh, I that is one of my least favorite Elton John songs. Oh really? Yeah. I like the original. I, I do like. I like to hear it once in a while, 
you know, some of these songs, if I heard it, I'd be like, okay, I haven't heard that in a long time, but I don't seek it out. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I love Elton John, but that song just, uh, anyway. So, um, this originated where Bob Gildoff and his then partner, uh, Paula Yates, uh, they watched a report broadcast, um, I guess on Ethiopia for the plate, you know, what was going on in Ethiopia. And they decided they needed to do something. Uh, so they wanted to get every, you know, as many people as they could together. He said, I then rang, he, I rang up Sting. He said, count me in. Simon LeBon, he just immediately said, tell me the date and we'll clear the diary. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he got all these people together. Uh, now, I do have a list of people. On, and yes, I'm going to run through the whole list real quick. Okay. Okay. We got Robert Cool Bell from Cool and the Gang. Mm-hmm. Bono, U2, of course. Pete Briquette, the Boomtown Rats. Adam Clayton, U2. I don't think he sings. Phil Collins, of course. Chris Cross from Ultravox. Not the band Chris Cross. <laughs> Wasn't there a rap band Chris Cross? Yes, there was. Uh, we got uh, Simon Crow, like you said, Boomtown Rats. Sarah Dallin, Bananarama. Sivan si- Fahey, I can never say her name right, Bananarama. Johnny Fingers, the Boomtown Rats. All the Boomtown Rats. Bob yeah. Geldof, of course. Boy George. Glenn Gregory from Heaven 17. We got uh, Tony Hadley, John Keeble, Gary Kemp, Martin Kemp from Spando Ballet, Simon LeBon, Marilyn, I don't know who that is, George Michael, John Moss from Culture Club, and then another person from Spando Ballet, Steve Norman, the whole Spando Ballet. Uh, Rick Parfit, Status Quo, Nick Rose, Duran Duran, Francis Rossi, Status Quo, Sting, The Police, Andy Taylor, Duran Duran, uh, James J.T. Taylor from Cool and the Gang, got a couple other Duran Duran, John Taylor, Roger Taylor, Dennis Thomas, Cool and the Gang, Majeure, Ultravox, uh, another guy from Heaven 17, Martin Ware, Jody Watley, Paul Weller from the Style Council, another Bananarama, Karen Woodward, and Paul Young. Paul Young was big in the late 80s. Is that all of them? Yeah, that's all of them. That's 37 of them. All right. So, yeah, I, lo- I love that song because for me, I mean, personally for me, I, I was, you know, I heard it when it came out. And I like, you know, all, like especially hearing Bono and Sting and, and, yep. and you kind of, some of the people I wouldn't recognize their voices. Right. Um, but it's kind of cool when you hear it. Like, oh, yeah, that's that. That's that's Boy George. That's, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I love hearing that song. Of course, uh, you got Phil drumming, right? The whole time? Yeah. Phil, yep. Collins, yeah. Phil brought his drum kit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, let's see. We're on number two with Ken. Are you going to get... Let's do Ken first. All right, let's go with Ken. No, let's do you first. I'm sorry. All right. Because right. I, I got something to say after. Okay, let's that's fine. <laughs> do a so, little quiz. Number two for me is a very commonly played song on the radio, uh, but it's one that I never get sick of. It's Christmas Time by Brian Adams. Okay. It's a great song. Oh, I forgot about that song. I like that song. <laughs> I love this song. Uh, it was written by Adams and Jim Valiance. It became his most popular Christmas song, but I, I don't know if he has any other 
Christmas songs. I don't know if he released a Christmas album, yeah, to be honest with you. I don't think you. so. But um, when he wrote and recorded it, there wasn't a music video released with it. Mm-hmm. In 2019, he decided to release a music video really? for the song on YouTube. <laughs> yep. So that was over 30 years after it was first released. Wow. So that's, that was pretty cool to mm-hmm. me. But um, if you haven't heard this song, to me, it's, again, unique mm-hmm. kind of witty lyrics but it's not sad it's an upbeat kind of song yeah and one that every time i hear it it I, I will never switch the station because i just enjoy i gotta put that in my playlist i like i like his sound mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a yeah. brian adams fan so yeah. I, I like his music in general but it's just he's got the a very good voice to sing christmas music i'm kind of surprised that this is his only big hit Christmas song mm-hmm. that plays because his voice would be good for a lot of various songs, in my opinion. Well, when I when I uh, first got married the first time, most mm-hmm. people don't know, now you know, <laughs> uh, our song was Heaven yeah. by Brian Adams. Great song. Yeah. And that was 19... <laughs> when was that? 1984. There you go. Yeah. When were you born, Jeremy? Well, you're not telling me. No. I don't know, but it cut like a <laughs> knife. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got to put that on my playlist. I have Apple Music, you know, like Spotify, you know, when you pay, you can do playlists. But I have 550 Christmas songs in my playlist. It's like 29 hours. So it sounds like you need 551. So at work, I, um, you know, just hit shuffle. Yep. And, uh. And suffer all day long. But you reminded me of that song. I, for, I forgot about that song. Oh, man. 550 songs. You don't have one of the best ones on there? Well, I have a lot of whole albums on there. Okay. Probably, you know, Silent Night comes up we'll, 50 times. We'll give Jim a pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Ken's number two is Merry Christmas. War is Over by John Lennon. Mm-hmm. I have a little quiz. Uh, we know John Lennon recorded a Christmas song. We know Paul McCartney recorded a, recorded a Christmas song. Uh, the question is, did Ringo, Ringo, or George, Julge, yeah, uh-huh. did they record any Christmas songs? And we're, we're going to have the answer at the end of this. Okay. Because I do have your answers. I, I'm sure all you Beatles fans out there know. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So, Jim, I don't know if you know this or not, but we're about 10 minutes to 8 o'clock. Okay. And I think we talked about it on our last podcast, but we have this thing where we struggle to find places that are open to feed us. Okay, we got to wrap this night. up. Okay, we're going to wrap this up soon. Okay, my... Okay, number one is Elvis Blue Christmas. I love Elvis... I've said it before. My mom loved Elvis. So I grew up listening to Elvis and especially the Christmas album. Um, I think what makes this song unique, though, is as soon as the song starts, I mean, I'm sure there's other songs like this. Elvis sings, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's no Christmas bells. There's no like piano. He just kicks in. I'll have a blue Christmas. So I love that. It's a very short song, of course, another short one. Um, now, this is El- from Elvis's first Christmas album and his third studio album. So, uh, this was from 
I don't even have the year here. I know it was 1950s, probably. I want to say. <laughs> um, let's see. It spent four weeks at number one. Uh, now, this was the first of uh, two Christmas-themed albums Elvis put out. But this is the one I, I know the most. I think it's just called the Christmas album. Uh, and this song was not first recorded by Elvis. It was Doi Odell. Doi Odell in 1948. Uh, and it's written by Billy Hayes and Jay Johnson. Give a big shout out to them because they are virtually unknown on the internet. That I mean, literally, there's nothing on these two guys. They just like disappeared and they wrote i think one of the greatest christmas songs ever okay. so your recap Jeremy. your recap was officially longer than the song yes <laughs> it was <laughs> all right number one for me uh bob rivers 12 pains of christmas yes this, i know that one <laughs> this song is just not only funny and witty but so freaking real mm -hmm. that it's not even yeah. funny. It goes through unstringing the Christmas. Oh lives. man, it goes through the twelve yeah. basically biggest pains in the ass mm -hmm. of Christmas, and they're spot on. Yeah, from Christmas cards to hangovers to <laughs> Christmas lights that won't work when you need them to work. Mm -hmm. This song is to me the greatest Christmas Sums song up Christmas. out there. Yes, yes. it does. Okay, so Ken's number one is Do They Know It's Christmas? And we already covered that. Yeah. So he, so all three of us had Band-Aid. Band-Aid. And the hipster doofus who wrote that article had it as the worst. So yeah. boo-hoo, where we, where we need a sound effect for you. Yeah. Boo to you. Because that is one of the greatest Christmas songs. Absolutely. So... We're going to wrap this up and we do have, we have our quiz. Uh, let's, I did have a bonus uh, song. Jim slacking on his beer drinking too. I did have an honorable mention. I'm just going to mention the song. I'm not going to go into it, but it is Weird Al. I love Weird Al. Okay. Christmas at Ground Zero. Okay. It's just a great, yeah, it's off his 10th album, Polka Party. Um, Yeah. Okay. Do you know that one? I, I don't know that one. Oh, you got to hear that one. But okay. at least it's not Grandma Got Run Over by Her. No, no. that Actually, that should have been on my worst. Yeah. <laughs> that one, that is awful. I don't, and that, that's on one of the top, like, list of Christmas songs that were, I don't think it's on digital. People probably got so sick of it. Right. But I think in the beginning, I think it sold oh, millions and that, millions. Absolutely. Yeah. That guy made a ton of money. And I can even name the, it's Elmo and Patsy for, yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know what else they did. Nope. Nothing else. Nothing else, but they made a lot of money yeah. off of that song. So we had a quiz on the Beatles and I'm trying to find my notes. See, normally when we edit, you don't hear me doing this. Ringo. And George. Ringo. And George. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I don't need my notes because I kind of know it. Maybe it's... Wait a minute. Let me look at... But he's still searching. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so yes, Ringo recorded an entire Christmas album. I believe it. Okay. Yeah. And George recorded one Christmas song. And I want to say it was called... 
I want to say it was called Ding Dong Ding Dong. Okay. You know, the the sound the bell makes. Oh, okay. okay. I, was, I was thinking the, you know, sweet, tasty treat yeah. that's out there. It, and it's not as bad as it sounds. I mean, he does say Ding Dong Ding, you know, but it's the way he sings it. It's it's George, you know, you can't hate on... And it, you can hate on Ringo, I think, a little bit sometimes, but... <laughs> but George... Okay. So we're going to wrap it up. So, like I said, like the Christmas book, uh, the waitresses hmm? wrap it up like the waitresses. That was on my list. I, it disappeared somehow. Yeah. I listened to that today. That's disappointing. Yeah. Actually, we only had one song that conflicted, so that's good. So I was going to say, Jeremy, you know, there's two songs in here with uh, that's similar to uh, another old Lang Syne uh-huh. where uh, this girl goes to a like a grocery store uh-huh. and she she runs into someone. Now, that's a happy ending because it sounds like they, you know, he's coming back to her apartment or something. That's a hallmark. So I'm thinking, right Jeremy, um, this holiday season, you know, if, if you're, you know, you're with the family and they're missing an ingredient or something, you need to get out to that convenience store. Mm-hmm. Maybe the only one that's open. You never know. Yeah. You'll like run into a, an, an old, old flame. Old flame. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It could happen. And then you'll, you'll write. And you'll write a song like that. And yes. Yeah. There we yes, go. Yes, absolutely. And become famous. <laughs> I am single. I, you never know. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> okay. So we're we're done here. We, I think we're drinking. Drank. <laughs> there we go. Mine are all empty. I think we drank enough beers. Um, so, Jeremy, um, you got to, you know, turn off that TV. <laughs> and... And turn up turn up the music the music there we go okay hopefully you enjoyed our unedited podcast and I'd like to wish everybody merry christmas happy hanukkah um i think that's kwanzaa that's coming kwanzaa up and um festivus and for festivus, the rest of us absolutely so and there we go year, all that fun stuff so we're out of here Talk to you later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Intro and exit music by the band 99%. Today's show was produced and edited by Jim Thatcher. Jim and Mike Talk Music is recorded at, did you say, 7 Studios in Washington, New Jersey. You can find Jim and Mike Talk Music on Apple Music, Spotify, Podbean, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The song This Is Christmas by Scott Holmes used with royalty-free permission.